Chapter eighty four of Thomas Wingfold, Curate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Thomas Wingfold, Curate by George MacDonald. Chapter eighty four, Deliverance. All that could be done for Leopold by tenderest sisterly care under the supervision of Mr. Faber, who believed in medicine less than in good nursing, was well supplemented by the brotherly ministration of Wingfold, who gave all the time he could honestly spare from his ordinary work to soothe and enlighten the suffering youth but it became clearer every week that nothing would avail to entice the torn roots of his being to clasp against the soil of the world he was withering away out of it ere long symptoms appeared which no one could well mistake and lingard himself knew that he was dying wingfold had dreaded that his discovery of the fact might reveal that he had imagined some atonement in the public confession he desired to make and that when he found it denied him he would fall into despair but he was with him at the moment and his bearing left no ground for anxiety a gleam of gladness from below the horizon of his spirit shot up like the aurora of a heavenly morning over the sky of his countenance he glanced at his friend smiled and said it has killed me too and that is a comfort the curate only looked his reply they say resumed leopold after a while that god takes the will for the deed do you think so certainly if it be a true genuine will i am sure i meant to give myself up said leopold i had not the slightest idea they were fooling me i knew it now but what can i do i am so weak i should only die on the way he tried to rise but fell back in the chair oh he sighed isn't it good of god to let me die who knows what he may do for me on the other side who can tell what the bounty of a god like jesus may be a vision arose before the mind's eye of the curate emmeline kneeling for leopold's forgiveness but he wisely held his peace the comforter and the sinner must come from for the forgiveness of god not from the favourable judgment of man mitigating the harshness of his judgment of himself Winford's business was to start him well in the world whither he was going. He must fill his scrip with the only wealth that would dissolve in the waters of the river. That was the knowledge of Jesus. It shot a terrible pang to the heart of Ellen herself for all her suffering, so full of life, when she learned that her darling must die yet was there no small consolation mingled with the shock 
fear vanished and love returned with grief in twofold strength she flew to him and she who had been so self-contained so composed so unsubmissive to any sway of feeling brought into such a storm of passionate affection that the vexilla mortis answered from his bosom flaunting themselves in crimson before her eyes in vain for leopold's sake the curate had sought to quiet her she had resented his interference but this result of the, her impetuosity speedily brought her to her senses and set her to subdue herself the same evening leopold insisted on dictating to the curate his confession which done he signed it making him and ellen attest the signature this document wingfold took charge of promising to make the right use of it whatever he should on reflection conclude that to be after which leopold's mind seemed at ease his sufferings from cough and weakness and fever now augmented with greater rapidity but it was plain from the kind of light in his eye and the far look which was not yet retrospective that hope and expectation were high on him he had his times of gloom when the dragon of the past crept out of its cave and tore him afresh but the prospect of coming deliverance strengthened him do you really think he said once to the curate that i shall ever see emmeline again truly i hope so answered his friend and could argue upon the point but i think the best way when doubt comes as to anything you would like to be true is just to hide yourself in god as the child will hide from the dark in the folds of his mother's mantle but aunt would say if she knew that dying as she did emmeline could not be saved some people may have to be a good deal astonished as to as to what can and cannot be returned the curate but never mind what people say make your appeal to the saviour of men and whatever troubles you cry to the faithful creator his father to be a faithful creator needs a might of truth and loving kindness of which our narrow hearts can ill conceive ask much of god my boy and be very humble and very hoping after all such utterances leopold will look his thanks and hold his peace i wish it was over he said once so do i returned the curate but be of good courage i think nothing will be given you to bear that you will not be able to bear i can bear a great deal more than i have ever yet i don't think i shall ever complain that would be to take myself out of his hands and i have no hope anywhere else are you any surer about him sir than you used to be at least i hope in him far more answered wingfold is that enough no i want more i wish i could come back 
and tell you that I am alive and all is true. I would rather have the natural way of it and get the good of the not knowing first. But if I could tell you that I had found God, then that would make you sure. Wingfold could not help a smile. As if any assurance from such a simple soul could reach the questions that tossed his troubled spirit. I think I shall find all I want in Jesus Christ, he said. But you can't see him, you know. Perhaps I can do better. At all events, I can wait, said the curate. Even if he would let me, I would not see him one moment before he thought it best. I would not be out of a doubt or difficulty an hour sooner than you would take me. Leopold gazed at him and said no more. End of chapter 84 Read by Françoise Campeau